0: Wake up on Metro FL. Good, morning. Good,
1: morning. Good morning. All right, it's six forty-three. While well, we try and get uh, Tufuru Feri Simtumule, director at Consortium for Refugees and Migrants in South Africa, on the line. So many voice notes have come in around the conversation we are having around. What are the reasons why you found south africa the place to be if you are from another country you came here for whatever the reason whether it was of your own choice or whether it was your parents choice what was it that said this is the place to be let's uh take a look at a couple of voice notes coming in this morning
0: morning 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 team and flavor and the team i'm from zimbabwe but I just want to say, the reason I came to South Africa was for better prospects, having learned and graduated and went to school, but there was no jobs in Zimbabwe by the government, um, corruption went to a bad place, to a point whereby things were bad. So we came to South Africa to find better opportunities. Fortunately or unfortunately, some went, some did not. And out of what is happening currently is that some are bad apples and some are good apples, but in all, Um, I would like to say to all the South Africans, thank you for the time that you have allowed us to be in this country. At the same time, I want to say, let there be no hatred. We really appreciate the time. We really appreciate um, the opportunity the government offered Zimbabweans. Unfortunately, the way it's ending, always there is something that has to be said. But I want to say above all, thank you so much to every South African. We came for the reason of betterment of our lives.
1: Wow. I mean, that is... As compassionate as and honest as it will get, right? Very, very much. And how crazy is that? Sure. I mean, the guy's got land, yeah. something that many of us South Africans don't have here. He's got land back in Zimbabwe, but for some reason, there aren't any opportunities to create something of it or a better life for himself. Mm. And that's why he's here. Brilliant voice note. Maybe you want to respond to that. Sure. Right. So um, I suppose it's an interesting way to segue into our conversation this morning as we talk about refugees and the country, people who are here. Um, not necessarily for the same reason that the previous voice note is, is 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 alluding to, but more because they were literally forced to leave the country. It's war ridden. There's issues around many things, um, you know, natural disasters, whatever the story may be. So let's have this conversation right now. Uh, Tufulu Feli Simtumule joins us on the line Director at Consortium for Refugees and Migrants in South Africa Good morning and thank you for your time
2: Uh, Good morning and good morning to your listeners
1: Uh, Is there any data to tell us where refugees that land in South Africa are from I mean, you know, is there any sense of clarity Just also to understand what sort of um, situations they're dealing with in their respective countries Uh,
2: Thank you very much Um, With respect to the data Uh, It's quite difficult to get the correct data uh, because, as we speak, um, there are quite a number of uh, cases that are not yet adjudicated uh, within the Department of Home Affairs. um, Because quite a number of people that we interact with on the ground, they are still on the asylum payment, which is a temporary payment. Hmm. uh, Or it's a transit for one to become a refugee. Uh, is the person who is still waiting for their claim to be uh, resolved or to be approved, whether uh, their claim is legitimate or not. Uh, but looking at that, uh, we have got countries that are still producing refugees. Uh, countries where situation back home is still unstable, is still hostile, and people are still uh, posed with a threat of being persecuted. Uh, based on their political ability who belong to that sexual orientation mm. or to be a, an effective member of a certain political party. So there are countries that are still producing refugees like your TRC, Democratic Republic of Congo, Ethiopia, mm. mm. Somalia, Afghanistan, and, 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 there, and there are quite a number of them. Tipu mm, there. Mm, 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 mm. good morning. Uh, my question is around how difficult it is then for the South African government to deal with the influx, and how do they plan for you know their own population when they have so many people who are undocumented, and as you said, Home Affairs itself doesn't have the full data um, on how many foreign nationals are in the country. Um I, mean, uh, I, I think we should also differentiate because this is the mistake that quite a number of people uh down here in South Africa we make mm. uh in terms of clustering people in one basket sure. um in South Africa we have those who mm. belong uh under the refugees sure and remember once they get the asylum seeker permit, which is a section twenty two under the refugee act uh those people are documented. We should make it clear uh because they've been um given a permit by the South African government through the Department of Home Affairs. It's Mm. just that they are still waiting their um, application to be adjudicated. And then we have those who are economic migrants uh, who are documented under the immigration act of 2002 those who will be those who are coming for employment education health raising uh better opportunities and so forth and they will have to apply for a different visa within the immigration act mm. it can be the study visa the, for certain reasons mm. uh they are home countries that own them and here in south africa they don't qualify to be documented under any policies or any piece of legislation so, so. And then we have those who are under the special payment, uh, like the ZEP, uh, Zimbabwean Exemption Payment, and the Lesotho Special Payment. Those are the people that fall within the cracks. Mm. Uh, they don't qualify to be protected under the Refugee Act that mm. deals with forced migration, mm. and they don't qualify to be protected under the economic uh, immigration policies, and they don't qualify to belong under the statelessness. So those are the people that then. Um, get to be exempted and they are permitted right. and they right. are documented. This is what I wanted to clarify that once you are given a special permit, you yeah. are documented. Yeah. And then, then we will have those that are not documented. Mm. They don't fall within the special permit. They don't fall within the immigration permit. They don't fall within the refugee act and they don't fall within the statelessness. And those are the people that we can say sure. they are sure. undocumented. But when we interact. With quite a number of people who are undocumented sure. they will tell you that they have got the willingness to be mm, documented I is see. that it's just that the policies and the processes and the structure and the legisla- legislation and they right. end up being undocumented but one thing which is the last thing that i wanted to mention which is critical for your listeners to also understand or to also get a, a, a some sense of what is happening on the ground is that mm. inside the region um in Southk region, we also have the South um, bilateral political agreement, the one of three movement of person within the Sak region, yeah, which is one quite a number of people they are not aware of, and some they do know about it, and some they are aware of. The reason why I'm mentioning this is that you find um the people who are coming from the neighboring countries like your the to zimbabwe mozambique Botswana, mm-hmm. and, Uh the neighboring countries you find them coming to south africa using their home country passport right given the given the fact that right. their home country passport is valid uh-huh. and they will be permitted to cross into the country the problem then comes when those people once they have crossed some they don't go back some they do go I back see. and renew their passport so yeah. those are the challenges that we are facing on the
1: ground absolutely and and i mean just another quick one as we wrap i mean if you're a refugee and 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 you've got the the relevant paperwork i mean can you find work can you go and apply for work in south africa are you allowed to be economically active you know what are your your parameters really
2: um thanks for that question it, it's very simple uh, in terms of the refugee act of 1998 in south africa uh, which is controlled by the Department of Home Affairs, mm. once a refugee is guaranteed, is guaranteed or given um, an asylum seeker payment, which is Section 22, mm. or is given a refugee payment, which is Section 24, that person is allowed to stay, study, and work in South Africa. And when it comes to work, you will know that work contains quite a number of economic activities uh, that if we start measuring, right. it can take us whole sure, day. Sure,
1: no, that, sure. So, yeah. the
2: fact is they are allowed to work study and stay in the republic and they have got the same right as south african excluding uh, the political right
1: right to follow fairly very interesting uh, great insight i hope if you're listening in you caught um, a good chunk of that and it, it makes sense to you in your mind Um, representing of course the Consortium for Refugees and Migrants in South Africa Tufulu Feli Sin Tumule director there Uh, what are your comments on that one anything you want to throw in uh, maybe just based on the conversation we've had feel free to do so as you wake up on Metro FM it's 6.52 coming up next we speak to the kids
0: wake up on Metro FM good morning